and welcome to Ask Deb About Business. I'm Ron Gaioso, co-host. We're broadcasting via Futures Television, the home of the future on television. If you're watching this show on Futures Television, listening to it on Radio Futures, or listening to it as a podcast, or as a recorded event on one of the social media platforms, you too can be part of the conversation. Just visit our YouTube channel, and that is IMCI Magazine, where we continue to chat about the topic of the day. You can also access this information on our website, and that is www.futurestelevision.com. So please, don't be shy. Today, our topic is Deb's favorite, the entrepreneurial blueprint. As you prepare for your journey into entrepreneurship, it is critical to consider the multiple aspects associated with preparing for, experiencing, and completing a journey very unique to you. The key is an honest and introspective assessment of how you can make a journey that results in your desired outcomes. The entrepreneurial process provides a flexible guideline for launching a venture with an individualized approach. This process should be a fluid, not static exercise that adjusts to market needs and demands until you achieve an appropriate fit to reap the rewards of your investment. For now, Gaining a perspective on the entire process provides you with a background understanding of what entrepreneurial venture involves from ideation uh, to creating the venture to harvesting the venture with the potential to begin the process all over again with a new idea. Your pathway to entrepreneurship might arise out of necessity, perhaps opportunity, or a combination of situations. Being open to the idea of becoming an entrepreneur provides you with the potential to identify a unique opportunity that fits your interests and goals. Entrepreneurs learn to recognize when an opportunity presents itself and how and when it fits with their goals and dreams. You can connect your background, training, and discipline with your entrepreneurial pathway by using frameworks that capture your developmental activities. To achieve your goals, you need some type of plan that outlines the steps you need to take to reach them. Just as there are many types of ventures, there are many versions and types of plans and tools that can assist you in developing the plan that best fits you. As more global businesses, issues, opportunities continue to arise, many different types of entrepreneurs have emerged, offering innovative solutions. Well, there's a lot to talk about this on this topic, but we're no more now you have someone to talk to. But first, I can say a few words about the show. Broadcasting live from Butterfield Studio in Chicagoland to the world, I'd like to welcome you to Ask Deb About Business. The talk show is broadcast every other Thursday at 11 a.m. Central Time, where I join Deb Beats to discuss a variety of business topics. So no matter what your venture really is, you will certainly have questions. Let me say a few words about our host, Deb Dietz, before we actually get started. Deb has a long and distinguished career as a coach, mentor, and through her awesome training programs at SMB Digital Education, she has enabled many entrepreneurs to follow their dreams. And that's exactly what I like about her, her ability to deliver practical advice to help you solve real problems. Well, if we have a business question, let's ask Deb. Without further ado, let's welcome Deb Dietz the show. How are you doing today, Deb? Hey, Rob. Great to see you. How are you? 
Wonderful. So wonderful to see you and excited. I know this is your favorite topic, is it not? My favorite topic. Uh, I'm one of many, but this is right up there and uh, delighted to be here and welcome everyone to the show. Uh, the Ask Deb About Business show focuses on emerging trends, challenges and opportunities facing small to mid-sized companies. So business owners, business leaders and business professionals. And we invite subject matter experts on our show, experts on those topics. And my promise to you is that by the end of our time together today, you'll have at least one key takeaway that you can make your own and make actionable within your own business. And today I am delighted to welcome back Katerina Hansens Carlson. Katerina will be joining us from Stockholm. She was with us last year. We had a great show where we talked about the business of education, specifically about preparing our children for a robust and viable future. It was a great show. So if you'd like to watch it, please go to our YouTube channel, which is IMCI Magazine, and you'll be able to watch the video there. So we're delighted to have Katerina with us today. And today we're talking about entrepreneurship, and she's going to be sharing her entrepreneurial blueprint with us. How wonderful. So let me see a few words about her before we uh, get started. So Katrina Hansos Carson, she uh, is the CEO of Destiny International. She studied and researched the theory of purpose and how we clarify, create and fulfill our purpose for over 20 years. She has created a method based in neuroscience that can help organizations starting at the executive level to achieve a state of certainty, purpose and total clarity of their highest probability of success in the right purpose driven business so that their whole organization from employee to executive is aligned on purpose and mission driven. She has successfully worked with over 2,000 professionals globally and with organizations such as Stanford University and Microsoft Paris to help them increase their power around creating their desired results and profitability. Her clients become extremely focused and confident about how to position their brand to accelerate their success as a professional leader or entrepreneur. Her passion is to find your building vision. She found hers and now she wants to share how you can find yours. Well, without further ado, let's welcome Katarina to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Ron. Hi, Katarina. Hi, Deb. So great to see you again and welcome back. Yes, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to Thanks you as, as well. <laughs> We're very, very excited to talk about this topic, and uh, I know it's a it's a favorite of yours and and mine and Rom's, and I want to just you know kind of reflect back on some things that have happened over the course of the last couple of years, and you know we're a show that focuses on trends and data points and research. I know you focus a lot on that as well. And it's really interesting to me that over the course of the last couple of years, we've seen a boom in entrepreneurship. In fact, over 7 million new businesses were formed over the course of the last couple of years. And there's you know, a school of thought that, you know, that speaks to why that happened. 
And Katarina, you speak a lot about the great resignation and that there's been a movement, and I call it a movement because I really believe that's true, where a lot of people left the, the workforce uh, and decided to start their own businesses. And so um, share with us some of your experiences. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your business with Destiny International, the work that you do in helping some of these uh, new and fledgling entrepreneurs, you know, kind of get their sea legs. Tell us a little bit about the work you do. Okay, thank you, Deb. Um, there are millions leaving the corporate world. And um, I think during COVID, they got a shock. And they started to ask themselves, you know, is this all there is? Is my job really secure? And um, I think many, many people uh, in the corporate world have, have wanted to start their own business and COVID was an opportunity in a way for them. Many left without their entrepreneurial blueprint. Um, some have gotten their uh, entrepreneurial blueprint. And what's important is before you leave corporate to know, to know certainly, to know with certainty what your entrepreneurial identity is, because it's not the same as your corporate identity. And entrepreneurs have a different language, have a different identity from corporate people. However, whatever you've done in the corporate world, you can create also in an entrepreneurial business. Um, and you also need to have a very clear vision. Um, you need to, to have the clarity of where you're going and what you're going to do in the first year, third year, and five years. So that's why a an entrepreneurial blueprint is really, really important. It's like a roadmap to your, your first five years. So, the, so this is so a roadmap that that take that takes them from the beginning, from the incorporation, if you will, and and forward in time. So that to me would you know see, sounds to me like almost a vision. You have to have a vision of what you aspire to become ultimately, right? At some point in the future, and then you know I do strategic planning work for a living. So when I'm working on plans with my clients. You know, one of the first exercises we go through is that vision statement, really trying to articulate what they're looking to us to aspire to at some point in the future. Could be three years, to your point, three years, five years, you know, seven years, ten years, and then putting together the plan and back up into developing a plan that will help you get there. Right, so it takes kind of this the vision and makes it more practical, uh, and then that then that kind of creates your mission, which is something that you're looking to accomplish in a shorter period of time. So is that a fair statement that when your, your blueprint that you work with your clients on, is that one of the first steps is to develop the vision? Absolutely. Um, what I've noticed though, people want to go straight to the vision. And I say, no, 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 let's go to your identity because who you are it, it, it stacks. You start with your identity, then from your identity, you create, you find your brilliance. From your brilliance, you create the vision. It goes that way. It doesn't go, otherwise it's kind of back to front. Well, this is what I want in my life, but you know, is it going to happen or not? But if you're certain about your identity and you have looked at, you know, the inner saboteur 
strategy and you've turned that around, then you feel far more confident in who you are. When you know who you are, you can market. You, you, you're authentic. If you don't know who you are, uh, it's, it, it's very, very hard to market. And if you don't market and you don't sell, you don't have a business. Yeah, so interesting. We talk a lot about personal branding on our show, and I think that's you know the point that you're making about you know you have to understand the value that you're providing to your potential customers and clients. Yes. So you have to you have to make sure that and make sure that whatever your value is that it's relevant, that it's authentic, and that it's differentiated. Right. So those are you know three key characteristics when it comes to developing a personal brand. So that's probably a great place to start. Right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then people would go to someone like you, uh, who would coach them. I, I, don't, I don't know if you do any coaching anymore, but but a coach who implements. You know, so you get you have the vision, you have the roadmap, and you can take that to your coach and say, okay, I want to be in action now. How do I do that? How do I market? How do I get leads? How do I how do I market? How do I get sales for my business? So that's okay, so that's a great place to start, and then you know yeah. so that the, that's the first step. The second step then is to put together kind of the op how you're going to operate your business, right? Okay. How you're actually going to you know you've identified maybe your key objectives and your key strategies, but then how are you going to actually implement and execute? Exactly. Okay, we do have a question from the audience. All right. So, uh, Katarina, uh, how can I present myself? in a way that uh, represents my authentic self so that people will ultimately buy from me and not from somebody else? Okay, so good question. You, what's important is that you find the entrepreneur in you. And it could have been when you were five years old, 10 years old, it could be when you were 20. It could have been when you were like seven years old, you wanted to buy a bike, your family couldn't afford it. So you sold your toys and you bought a bike yourself. That's entrepreneurial, you know. Um, entrepreneurs sometimes start with selling eggs. Um, yeah, they're willing to do uh, what other people usually will not do. So, so if you want to find your identity, what my clients do is they find a time in the past when they were entrepreneurial, and it could have been any time. Then we make a statement, an I am statement around that. And it takes up to two hours to make that statement because it has to, it has to be authentic. But once they have that and they repeat that and look at that for 30 days, they, they, it's almost like they grow into that, that established identity that they, they're that they've always been. So it's not the identity that we get in school. It's not the identity that we have usually in our family. It's your unique entrepreneurial identity. And it, it takes quite a lot of work to dig into that. And it takes an expert to find it. But once you find your I am statement, um, you, can, you are authentic and you can market authentically. People trust you. 
Let's say that so that lends itself to the no, the know, like, and trust factor, right? So they get to know who you are, yes. um, you know, your authentic self, you know, the value yes. that you provide, and that, and then the, the the continuous process of communicating that value. So over time, you're building that, you know, that know, that like, that trust factor, so they will engage with you, ultimately, buy from you, right? Exactly. Because if they don't trust you, they won't buy. There's a second comment also, I guess, a question for you too, Deb, uh, because I know you're very passionate about that. So both questions, I guess this is a comment, but I think it's more a question for both of you. They don't teach entrepreneurial skills at the school, don't they? Maybe they should. Right. You know, absolutely. It's so interesting to me, and I know, Katerina, you've got a lot of experience here, here too. And, you know, to me, it's, you know, again, we're a show that's focusing on emerging trends. And so we saw these 7 million new uh, businesses that were formed over, over the last two years. And so these are folks, I refer to it as, you know, uh, butchers, bakers, and candlestick makers. They're experts in what they're an expert in. Maybe they're an attorney, maybe they're a corporate attorney who decided to go out on their own. So these are, in many cases, individuals who are not uh, business people, uh, they don't know what it takes to start and run and operate and grow a business. And so that movement, that trend of new of those seven million new entrepreneurs created demand for education, for online training. And so I think what one of the, the statistics, and Katerina, you probably know this better than I do, but I think over 70% of those new entrepreneurs over the last two years have been flocking to take online training courses uh, so that they can get the, the, the core skills that are necessary in order to you know, develop their their personal brand to be able to create their vision, understand their core values, put that roadmap in place. So that so this trend over here with new entrepreneurs created a whole nother trend as it relates to online education, and so much so that that market for online training in the next five, five years is going to grow two hundred billion dollars. So, you know, that really speaks to, and I think Katerina made the comment about um, identifying opportunities. And so one of the things that I advocate for and I'm really passionate about is making sure that any business owner, regardless where you are on your journey, make sure that you're looking I, I call it outside of the four walls of yourself, looking externally to make sure that you're not missing an opportunity by and making sure that you pay attention to what's happening with your competition, what's happening with you know the, the economy, what's happening with technology, what's happening you know if you're in a regulated you know industry. Pay attention to what's happening outside of yourself, because if you do that, you may find an opportunity for you to capitalize on that opportunity. And so I think that says a lot for mindset and being open and receptive to how you can add value and maybe create new products and services that could help you grow your business. Absolutely, Deb. I mean, there's a huge demand for entrepreneurial trainings uh, because people leaving the corporate world, as I said before, um, need to re reinvent themselves and um, as an entrepreneur um, and so it's a different way of thinking so I, I think it's I think it's very exciting that, that, that people are leaving the corporate world and they're starting to work for themselves 
And so the money's going into their pocket, not their boss's pocket mm -hmm. or the CEO's pocket. And um, so, and, and that people are willing to learn and keep learning. The best entrepreneurs in the world, the most, most successful people are learning like they're learning in a, for life. They never stop learning. And they learn from experts and they're willing to pay experts to do that. Absolutely, and that's why I love the show that that you know that that we're doing here is is to is to tap into expertise such as yourself, Katarina, and make sure that we're you know providing some really valuable information and uh, and uh, you know best best practices. Uh, best you know, scenarios to help share with our audience because we're really, we wanna make sure that the, the guidance that we're providing to our audience is something that they can make their own and, and take advantage of. And so I, I appreciate that comment. It's a continuous learning process, right? Absolutely. Like love. Right. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, t you know, let's uh, shift here. Let's talk a little bit specifically about you and the work that you do and the blueprint that you have created. So this is something that you developed. Tell us a little bit about the origins of the blueprint. Um, tell us, first of all, what is it exactly? Okay. So... I looked for my own blueprint for about 20 years. I, I became a teacher. I loved the students. I uh, didn't like the system so much. Um, then I became a psychotherapist and, and learned more about human nature. But that didn't fulfill me. I wanted to be fulfilled. And what I found were my three values. And, and these three values have guided me for the past 20 years and I've created my consultation around them and my three values are truth, greatness and vision. So in other words, if I stand in my truth, if my client stands in his or her truth and they express their greatness and express their vision, then they're very aligned. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. And, and once they have that, then, then, they're, then, they, then their roadmap is, is clear. But I also studied a lot about the right brain, the left brain, the reptilian brain, and how the right brain is, 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 is highly creative. Mm -hmm. The left brain is very discerning, to put it mildly and it can be very judgmental we receive thought and and the left brain um can judge a thought and reject it and it might be a brilliant thought but the reptilian brain is the brain that 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 guides us into survival and many people are still on survival they play safe and small um, an entrepreneur needs to take calculated risks. Mm -hmm. An entrepreneur is, is uh, purpose-driven. And that's what keeps us going. That's what motivates us, gets our, us out of bed in, in the morning. We have a vision, we're motivated, but uh, we need to be aware of, of, of the neuroscience that's go that, that, that 
that um, actually controls us and how to use it because the if we if we just listen to the left brain and the reptilian brain we're not going anywhere but if we receive thought through the right brain and and we're creative um, in that then um, then we're much more open to to ideas that's when genius happens you know, it's interesting. I've been doing a lot of reading about the different generations in entrepreneurship. And one of the things that we're going to be doing a show, Ram and I, uh, next month about Generation Z. So the young, uh, young uh, professionals just entering the workforce or they're, they're the Generation Z kind of mindset is an entrepreneurial mindset. I mean, so yeah. they, they are, and, and it's so interesting to me, that you know they are they are the ones that are very focused on purpose so you spoke a lot about being purpose driven um and they that and that is who they are they're also very highly optimistic and so they're not and and what i'm sensing is that they don't necessarily have their their, their aptitude for risk taking is greater than than others other demographics so i just think it's just so interesting that we're about to embark on this movement of young people who are, I don't want to say fearless, but who embrace that uh, and because they want to make a contribution, right? They want to, do, they want to have a, live a life of purpose. They are highly motivated to get the education that they need in order to be successful. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to, you know, I, and I, you know, Ram is, you know, the head of Futures Television and Radio Future. So it's all, you know, we talk a lot about the future and our young people, I think just watching them as they, as they embark on this entrepreneurial path, I think will be fascinating. And you do work with children as well. I do, I do, and and I, I work with seven-year-olds who are so unlimited in their thinking, and and, and that's beautiful, and they don't know the, the traps, you know, the, the challenges of entrepreneurship yet, and which, which is which is fine, uh, and that's why I think that I know that uh, schools should introduce entrepreneurship um, at quite an early age, and so they so that they develop um, uh, a sense of team. So they work with marketers, organizers, and visionaries, which, you know, which we, we all have one of those talents. Right. And then they also make their mistakes in school. That's the best place to make mistakes. And then by the time they leave school, they have a business and they know pretty much what they're doing. You know, I love that. So start, starting young, right? And teaching them the important, I mean, and, and teaching them how to innovate. So they may have a great idea, but how do you actually go from the idea stage to execution and implementation? So you're obviously teach, instructing them on that. But then to your point about, you know, the ability to work in a team environment, because I think the sooner that young people learn that they don't have to necessarily be good at everything. They're, they have their brilliance. We, you talked on the last show about you know, their individual brilliance, but they may be brilliant in one area, but their peers are brilliant in other areas. And so by collaborating and working together in that environment, that is, that's, those are, that's building life skills and, and the ability to, to develop relationships, which, which I think will serve them very well as they move into adulthood. Absolutely. 
Wow. So, so let's. Uh, so, tell us why the blueprint. It's interesting to hear you talk about this from a personal standpoint. You know, and and when we first started talking about this and preparing for the show, you know, I think in terms I'm working with business owners who are looking to create plans, you know, growth plans for their businesses. They're identifying their business vision, their business core values. But you're you're really talking about it, making it personal to themselves first. Is that fair? That yes, absolutely. Um, it is personal because. Um, it's 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 something that's that's deep in everyone and over the past 20 years deb i found that every single client has a unique brilliance so so it is personal um but it but their focus once they find their brilliance is is not personal because it's not about them it becomes about the people that they serve Okay. which is to do with, which is contribution. So they're starting with themselves and then, t so internalizing that and then, yes. and then externalizing that. Yes. So exactly. you're saying, exactly. interesting, interesting. Okay. Um, so you work with, with clients, you consult with them on creating their, their blueprint. Just, you know, paint a picture for us of what that work looks like. And you're doing this, my understanding, you know, and there are, there are folks uh, that will spend months and months working with a coach, uh, myself included, you know, on building plans. And that, that's a process and that's, that takes time and investment. But the work that you're doing with a lot of these entrepreneurs is something that can be done relatively quickly. So tell us about what that work looks like and how you're able to affect this kind of uh, positive change in, a, in, in the short period of time that it takes you to do it. Well, actually, I wanted to add so that we had lots of people making comments and questions about that. And while you were thinking about this, I'd like you to think about, is there like a, a method uh, that you have to uncover one's brilliance? So if you'd like, if you could please address, you know, uh, how you go about uh, addressing, you know, uh, this uh, covering your method, I believe, uh, to uncover one's own brilliance as well. Yes, there certainly is a method, um, and it has to be in sequence as well. Uh, just as I mentioned, you can't, you can go for the vision first, but for me, you need to, you need to go to your truth. You need to go to your identity first, and then your brilliance, and then your 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 vision. So okay. that there is a method in 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 that, and. Um, uh, Deb, well, I, because I had, there was another question. What was your question again, please? So, Ram? Oh, well, I would just, you know, the, the point I made about the starting with the personal uh, oh. side, the internalized uh, uh, viewpoint, if you will, and doing that work first. And you're, you're doing this with people in a very short period of time. So you're, yes. when you engage with your clients, Typically, it's what you, you're working with them, and it takes a day to go through this process with you. One day, um, okay. I recently uh, worked with my with my nephew. Uh, actually, my great nephew. He's 15 years old, and um, he loves photography. Uh, and he and I said to him, "Look, in, in five years, you're going to be 20 years old, and and what are you going to do?" 
he said, well, I don't know, really. <laughs> and that reminds me of myself. It reminds me of a lot of people, even today, even though you say there are a lot of people who are entrepreneurial, um, if they have the, an entrepreneurial environment and somebody to encourage them, then they will just take off as entrepreneurs. But if they don't, they're going to they're going to think like I thought. Well, when I leave school, I'm just going to be able to figure it out. Well, it took me 20 years to really figure it out. I mean, figure I figured it out, figured out that I would want to be a teacher and then a psychotherapist, but that wasn't enough. And what I could have done in in an ideal world is figure it out at school. Right. Um, so. This this process takes one day. It takes five hours, uh, sometimes six hours, um, and we start with their identity. We also look at the inner saboteur. We turn that around. We transform that because because most small businesses actually fail in the five, first five years, and it's very very important to. The, have the mindset and to be as resourceful as you can and to have the resource resourcefulness that you meet every challenge and and to know who you are and and and, and what you're providing as value and yes we do that in a day and often it takes coaches six months a year maybe two years so you really save time which is money so what is the what is the actual outcome uh, the, 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 the blueprint itself is the actual deliverable. Is that true? Yes. So they're actually getting that roadmap yes. in that in that five or six hour time frame. Yes. It's um, it's the Leonardo da Vinci. It, it, it's it, it's like a vision sheet, and okay. at the bottom of the vision sheet, you have your statement, you have your um, your brilliance, your unique offer in the middle. And at the top, you have your vision. And then you also have another sheet that's called the the, the inner saboteur sheet um, with a statement at the bottom and your weakness and and the outcome of that weakness. So that, so that you know, um, we have two sides, you know, we have a side that's, that's very positive, that's very loving, that's very caring. We have another side that is, uh, Possibly judgmental. Uh, uh, it could be that you procrastinate, for example. If we procrastinate and put things off, then our business doesn't go well. So all these things, all these weaknesses, need to be turned around. So I, for, I, I turned around, but number, but before that, to identify what they are, and that's yes. what I love about the work that you do is is looking at you know and i love the you know the phrase you use the inner saboteur you know there's we all have as entrepreneurs you're an entrepreneur ron is i am you have that little you know voice in the back of your mind right that's kind of you know nagging at you a little bit you know and so if you if you have uh self-awareness right and you're you're aware of what some of your weaknesses are um, and that so that you can number one be good to yourself and you know acknowledge that but also find ways to mitigate that um, so that you are moving forward and you can you know have the impact that you're looking for so I, I, I love that about you know it's a give us some other insights into the inner saboteur any other thoughts there about how to stop that that little nagging voice from uh, from derailing you 
That's the question we are getting. We're getting lots of questions. How do you deal with the saboteur? Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. That's a great question. Because not many people work on the inner saboteur. And, and it's absolutely crucial because, um, as I said before, the inner saboteur keeps us safe and small and bored to death, literally. And, and, and we need to break out of that. So, um, so our inner saboteur, how do you find the inner saboteur? If you, if you think of the worst thing that's ever happened to you and how you were being at that time, for example, you might, you might say to yourself, well, I was a victim. I was a victim of that. It was somebody else's fault, but I was a victim. Um, if you're going to be a successful entrepreneur, you cannot obviously be a victim, right? <laughs> so, so you have to take responsibility, but it's, it's, it's crucial to find that statement. And it's crucial to find your weakness and that statement and your weakness and, uh, and that combination affects your health your finances, your relationships, your business, everything. It's actually extremely powerful. But the inner saboteur should not be controlling you. You should control it. That's an interesting statement. <laughs> okay, you should control it. Number one, have the awareness, you know, have the awareness that it exists, right? Yes. And that, and so have it as part of your conscious thought process. Yes. Um, so that, you know, I, I love that because, you know, and you, also you mentioned about understanding your, your strengths and your weaknesses as a, as a new business owner, as a person. Um, you know, I'm always, my starting point is looking at it certainly from a business standpoint, but making it personal to you before you even have the conversations about business planning, where you would, any part of a business plan would have your SWOT analysis as an example. You're saying, you know, you need to do that for yourself. That's what I'm hearing you say. Is that fair? Absolutely, that's, that's fair. You need, to, you need to find out how am I going to sabotage my business in the next five years? And it's the same way you, uh, one would sabotage a relationship or their finances or their health. We have an inner saboteur and it's very, very powerful. And when you turn it around, it's even more powerful. Because so is, who we truly are, yeah. Is that uh, a lack of self-confidence? Is that where that comes from? Oh, yeah, yeah. The inner saboteur does not want you to, Succeed. to be an entrepreneur. It does not want you to stand out. It's like comply be safe okay. be, be small safe. get a job pay your taxes find out what all the rules are and follow all the rules and 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 you need to be make sure that everybody likes you you know an entrepreneur who's going to be a true entrepreneur does not care what people think about him or her. does not care uh, and that's powerful i mean if they do like you that's 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 wonderful and if they don't, hey, that's wonderful too. 
So, you know, we, we talk a lot about it. Being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart, right? So you have to, you know, and there are many, I think, I think it's more than 60% of, of the, these new entrepreneurs that come from a corporate environment. You know, I, I'm one of them. Um, yes. You know, I came from a, you know, very, you know, comfortable, uh, safe, secure, uh, you know, environment um, and security. Uh, and that's quite different than, you know, leaving that environment and all of a sudden doing, because you're going from this environment that is, you know, it's safe, it's protected, you have benefits, you're, you know, salaried employee, you're surrounded by people, a team of people, you're working together, you're collaborating. And, and, and oftentimes when you leave that environment and you're on your own, I know I felt this for myself personally, was this incredible sense of isolation, you know? And so when you start feeling isolated, then, then there are feelings of almost being vulnerable, right? And yes. then you start to hear that little, that voice that I talk about, and you're, you labeled it the, the saboteur, in the back of your mind saying, you know, you, know you, you, were, you did good over here in the corporate world, but now you're doing this on your own. You're not surrounded by teams of resources necessarily when you're first starting out. So it can be very daunting. So, but I, I, I appreciate the blueprint that you um, walk people through so that they have an awareness that these things are happening. The left and right brain are working uh, to, you know, together, um, but just to be mindful. So a lot of it is about mindset also, right? Absolutely, and mindset is very important. And and also, you mentioned being isolated as an entrepreneur. That is a very, very important point. It is so important to network with other people, to find your team, to find who who is for you, not against you. And and when you connect with people, and and you can, you can connect globally with people. I have friends in Australia. In, in New Zealand, in, in America, and I have people who network very, very closely with me. So we keep in touch, so you don't have to be isolated at all as an entrepreneur. And there, and there are more and more entrepreneurs and more and more entrepreneurial groups. So it's actually great fun. In fact, I think if you, if you don't feel comfortable in the in in the corporate world if you don't feel comfortable in your job you may feel even more comfortable and even more connected as an entrepreneur uh, i certainly do absolutely absolutely so thank you for that you know you also mentioned um about you know certainty purpose clarity as an entrepreneur you have to have certainly your sense of purpose um confidence, clarity. Speak to us a little bit about how you actually are able to develop that. Okay, good question, Deb, as usual. <laughs> uh, certainty comes from knowing who you are, from your truth, from your identity. And that's really important because somehow in school, it seems that we lose our identity. We lose who we thought we were as children and who we thought we would become. And we just fit into the to the mold, if you like. And in a sense, we, we become sheep. You know, we don't become individuals because school doesn't bring out the individual in you. So as an entrepreneur, we need to find out, well, who am I as an individual? That's really important because if I don't know who I am as an individual, 
how can I be certain of who I am? And it's not who your parents want you to be, it's not who your teachers want you to be, it's who you want you to be. And who you, who are you, you're living into, who are you becoming as an entrepreneur, because it's a, it's a journey, it's a process. It, is. it doesn't just like, you know, okay, you, you've got your five year vision, you do that, that's, it's done. No, then there's the next five years, the next five years. So, so, so finding your truths, finding your certainty, finding your identity is crucial. That's number one. From that and, and turning around the, the, the inner saboteur. But then also from that, from when you know you're an individual, then you know, you start to know your purpose. You start to know, okay, that gives me joy. I'm good at that. I'm, I'm good at this. I'm actually brilliant at this. And wow, this is my zone of, zone of genius. And you know, my zone of genius is not for me, it's for me to share with everybody who is willing to, to receive, receive right. that as, uh, so that it, 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 it's a value to them, of value to them. And then from there, you create the clarity of how you're going to do it. So it's like who you are, what you're up to, and how you're going to do it, and 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 it's uh, those steps are very very important. You know what I'm going to what am I going to do in my first year, and how much money am I going to make, and my third year and my fifth year, and then you've got a plan, and then you take it to a coach and implement, and as you say, execute. And execute. So this is, so I look at this as being, you know, again, I do strategic planning for a living. So I think of this, this, your blueprint is actually the first step to do, go through this, your process at the beginning of the, and then, and then building your, your vision and your mission and your core values and all that for your business. Yes. So, because we are individuals, we are business owners. And so there's work to be done within ourselves, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So Katerina, you know, so, thank you so much for sharing this. I, I, I love your blueprint. I think it's very, very powerful. I think it really kind of lays out what we all need to be doing as business owners um, to, you know, to improve ourselves uh, and maybe think a little bit differently, be introspective uh, and so that we can and, and work towards being of service to others being of value to others uh, and sharing. And I, I love the, the term you use is your zone of genius. I, I love that. So, um, you know, again, we're a show that we focus on, you know, key trends and challenges and opportunities. And I want to ask you for our audience, you know, if you could leave them with maybe two or three key takeaways you want them to be able to move forward and make actionable for themselves, what would those takeaways be? Okay, number one would be to find out what you really want in life. What is really important to you. There's so many people who don't make a list of what they want um, and who don't know what they want. And they're afraid of, of almost dreaming about what they want because they're pretty sure they're not going to get it anyway. But if you if you are clear on what you want, you probably get it. But if you don't know, there's no way, there's no way. So there's a very simple strategy to find out what you really want. So if you know the three things you want in your life, 
I would suggest write them down. Make sure you get them and say by when you will get them. Now, for those of you in the audience who don't know what you really, truly want, write down three things that you don't want in your life anymore. It could be limitation, it could be conflict, it could be anything you don't want because the opposite is what you want. It's as simple as that. And when you know what you want, you know who you are, and you know what you want, you'll most likely get it. So that's the first one. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for, for sharing that with us and for being with us today. Uh, I love our conversations and you know, I'd love to explore maybe the zone of genius with you a little bit more. Maybe we'll have another show and talk about that. Uh, I find that uh, fascinating. And again, your, your blueprint is um, you know, something I think is very, very powerful. And, uh, and I'm delighted that you're here with us today to share that with us all and our audience. And so, Ram, I'm gonna see if there are any other questions from our audience that... Uh... So, well, first of all, you know, thank you so much, both of you, Deb and Katarina, for this has been such a great conversation. And just wanna really thank you both for that. And to you folks, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we hope you learned something new about, you know, you know, how to you know, build your entrepreneurial blueprint. Please share your comments with us and let us know what your key takeaway was from this today's show and, and let us know where you're watching the show from. And uh, Katarina, before we sign off today, how can people find you or how, how can they find more about you if they would like to connect um, with you? I'm on LinkedIn, Katarina Hansens Carlson, um, Destiny International 11 at gmail.com and Destiny International 11.com is my website. But I have two more takeaways if oh. we have time. Oh, we have time. Please. Sorry? Please. Yes. Okay. So the second takeaway is um, if you want to find your brilliance, write three things you are really good at, write three things you are really brilliant at, and then out of that, write one thing that is your zone of, of genius. And the third thing is um, for the first five people who send me an email to my email address. Um, so that's destinyinternational11 at gmail.com. The first five people, I will give you a free, no obligation discovery call about your goals. Wonderful. Thank you. Wonderful. That, yay. Your, your email will be ringing here shortly. Okay, great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. So folks, let me say a few words about uh, the upcoming shows uh, so that you know what's in store. So on Thursday, the January the 26th, uh, we're going to talk about, you know, cybersecurity for SMBs with Kessler Barker from Bridgepoint Technologies. On uh, February 9th, uh, the Entrepreneur Operating System with guest Paul Detlefs from the Traction Group. Uh, and since our show focuses on emerging trends, challenges, and opportunities facing small to mid-sized businesses, this year we'll explore the topics of entrepreneurship, cybersecurity, importance of using customer reviews, uh, mobile parts and play communications, 
uh, the booming of remote and gig work, employee happiness, uh, no monetary benefits and perks, uh, the dominance of e-commerce, uh, the development of voice recognition, generation Z entering the workforce, and a lot more. Folks, a step about business is recorded at Butterfield Studio at Vernon Hills, Illinois, and would like to say a few words about the studio uh, before we thank you. Welcome to Butterfield Studio, the highest quality virtual event production and live streaming broadcast platform in the industry. Owned and operated by an award-winning team of producers, programmers, and designers. Butterfield Studio is pioneering a highly secure, state-of-the-art virtual live platform that promotes and fosters the human connection, keeping the live in virtual events. Why choose Butterfield Studio? Butterfield Studio has the technology and the team. Everything needed to deliver A-class virtual events, all from one location. 7,500 square feet, multi-camera turnkey facility, in-house production team, brandable custom set, state-of-the-art lighting, simulcast live broadcasting and streaming, secure virtual platform, fast and interactive, best-in-class audience engagement features with real-time analytics. And most importantly, Butterfield Studio has a roster of loyal customers who rely on us to produce professional virtual programming of all formats and sizes. At Butterfield Studio, we create, we deliver, we engage. Contact Butterfield Studio for your next production and together, let's keep the live in virtual events. Again, folks, thank you so very much for your being here with Deb, Katarina, and me. Remember, if you're watching this show on Futures Television, listening to it on Radio Futures, or listening to it as a podcast or as a recorded event on one of the social media platforms, you too can be part of the conversation. Watch for the links in this video so we can continue the conversation on our YouTube channel. And now I will leave you with our institutional message. See you again soon. Thank you.